If I have learned anything in this long life of mine, it is this. In love we find out who we want to be. In war we find out who we are. Today's young people want to know everything about everyone. They think talking about a problem will solve it. I come from a quieter generation. We understand the value of forgetting, the lure of reinvention. Lately, though, I find myself thinking about the war and my past, about the people I lost. Lost. It makes it sound as if I misplaced my loved ones. Perhaps I left them where they don't belong and then turned away, too confused to retrace my steps. They are not lost, nor are they in a better place. They are gone. As I approach the end of my years, I know that grief, like regret, settles into our DNA and remains forever a part of us. I have aged in the months since my husband's death and my diagnosis. My skin has the crinkled appearance of wax paper that someone has tried to flatten and reuse. My eyes fail me often, in the darkness, when headlights flash, when rain falls. It is unnerving, this new unreliability in my vision. Perhaps that's why I find myself looking backward. The past has a clarity. I can no longer see in the present. I want to imagine there will be peace when I am gone, that I will see all of the people I have loved and lost, at least that I will be forgiven. I know better, though, don't I? My house, named The Peaks by the lumber baron who built it over a hundred years ago, is for sale and I am preparing to move because my son thinks I should. He is trying to take care of me, to show how much he loves me in this most difficult of times, and so I put up with his controlling ways. What do I care where I die? That is the point, really. It no longer matters where I live. I am boxing up the Oregon beachside life I settled into nearly fifty years ago. There is not much I want to take with me. But there is one thing. I reach for the hanging handle that controls the attic steps. The stairs unfold from the ceiling, like a gentleman extending his hand. The flimsy stairs wobble beneath my feet as I climb into the attic, which smells of must and mold. A single hanging light bulb swings overhead. I pull the cord. It's like being in the hold of an old steamship. Wide wooden planks panel the walls. Cobwebs turn the creases silver and hang in skeins from the indentation between the planks. The ceiling is so steeply pitched that I can stand upright only in the center of the room. I see the rocking chair I used when my grandchildren were young, then an old crib 
and a ratty-looking rocking horse sit on rusty springs, and the chair my daughter was refinishing when she got sick. Boxes are tucked along the wall, marked Christmas, Thanksgiving, Easter, Halloween, serveware, sports. In those boxes are the things I don't use much anymore, but can't bear to part with. For me, admitting that I won't decorate a tree for Christmas is giving up, and I've never been good at letting go. Tucked in the corner is what I am looking for. An ancient steamer trunk covered in travel stickers.